welcome to DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blenderhead, Blender HD. You can follow me there on Twitter. And this is the show. We're a little little late today, right? Technical difficulties, more like user error, whatever. That sometimes Devin screws up. Sometimes it happens. Whatever. He's in the chat, right? Eli normally does the show, right? He's out, he's out clapping somewhere else or whatever, and then Devin comes in and. And uh, he doesn't know how to run this specific show. It's a specific, very specific button. It's a very, very, uh, very weird process to, to, to start this show. But we're, we're going. We're going on the show that we normally do here in the morning. Go over yesterday's slate a bit, right? Right. We'll go over a little bit about yesterday's slate. We'll talk about today's four gamer, right? We got an early slate. We got a, a 1235 Eastern early slate. All the lineups are in. So we're good. Uh, and we'll just build some lineups, right? I'll build my actual lineups. I, I get to do two things at once, right? I get to do this show and build my actual lineups. I'll build 75 lineups on FanDuel. And you'll see exactly how to, how, it, how I put it together. And you'll see how simple he is. You'll kind of see. You'll peek behind the curtain, like the Wizard of Oz, that man behind the curtain, go, oh, this is it's not all that complicated. It really isn't. It really isn't. But I see you guys in the YouTube chat. Uh, all you know waiting right we started this show on another stream before that's exactly what happened we started like i i already did i already said all of this right five minutes ago right all of the stuff that i just said i just said five minutes ago uh but on a different stream because we were broadcasting the wrong stream so but i'll say it again so i see all you guys in the youtube chat feel free to uh to pose your dfs strategy questions hit that thumbs up button keep my my apple juice I went on a whole rant the, the last the, when we first the first time we did it about I, I I'm getting the cheap apple juice now. Apparently my wife doesn't love me anymore. We went from Minute Maid to Mott's to to Kroger brand to now the great value brand. It's the Walmart brand, but it's apple juice. So what what is it? I look at the ingredients. It's all it's apple juice. It says 100% juice. All of them say 100% juice. Does it matter? Does it taste any different? Probably you could take this apple juice, put it in the Minute Maid bottle and be like, oh, finally, the brand name apple juice. It, it's not, not going to matter, right? But keep it cold throughout the show. Uh, yesterday, 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 yesterday I lost money. Uh, Patrick Corbin, yeah, that's, that'll do it. I mean, he, seven points. He didn't even get the win, right? They blew the win for him. He had like 31 pitches in the first inning, walked three guys. But that, that, that umpire had it out for him. Like he literally, he, there were like five pitches that were like nearly down the plate and it's a ball, ball. He kind of got screwed. But uh, yesterday, you didn't need Cole yesterday. Because like no one scored like a million points. As long as you got like 45-ish from your two pitcher spots, you're, you're fine. I mean, Gomber was way too cheap. He was, uh, what, 6,000 on DraftKings? He was 9,500 on FanDuel. I still I still played him there. He was low owned on FanDuel for that price, single pitcher. Uh, I don't get why Casey Mize was 24% owned. Someone tell me that. What was up with Casey because he was facing Seattle? But I mean, wasn't he like 9K or something on DraftKings? So people people played that much? Because I mean, I could look across over here other than like maybe Squirrel Patrol uh, who's trying to get different by playing like Eflin. Like I get it for what, Squirrel Patrol was doing, but everyone else was just pretty much on like barely any Casey Mize for that price. We had Lynn at 22%, Cole at 42%. Can I understood Canning, right? If Canning was, is he, he's owned. 
Most of these guys are there are over the field. Taking a shot on Corbin, I, I completely get, but that's you know, you, you know, you know what you're getting into when you're playing Patrick Corbin against the, the Rays. So if you took a shot, Rick took a shot, OCD, RBX had a ton of them. Eflin, he's a good real life pitcher. Same for Wainwright. Like these guys are like they're they're okay. People played the 4K Braxton Garrett. That didn't really work out all that well. But I get it. Taiwan Walker was the one that, you know, 4% on 32 points. Even Vlad Guerrero's, uh, Gutierrez against uh, the, the Brewers, 23 points. But as long as, as long as you got like 45, 45 to 50 at a pitcher, you, you, you're probably fine. You could have combined a couple of these things together. But we can see here Cole was mu much lower owned than what you'd normally see on a slate like this. Because people were concerned about his spin rate, right? The sticky stuff. So maybe people, oh, he's not going to be as dominant as he was before. No, he pretty much looked like Garrett Cole to me, right? I watched the game. I saw him pitch. Looked like Garrett Cole to me. I mean, he didn't have he didn't have the ceiling ceiling game, but I mean, what? Six innings pitch, nine strikeouts? What's wrong with that? Good. Then we look at the bats on this slate. Sort by ownership. Okay. So let me take a look at the pitchers. Okay, so obviously we got the Mets. The Mets, Lindor, Alonzo, 2015. Uh, then where, where from there? Dominic Smith, 9%. VR, 8%. Okay, so for a 12-game slate, that's pretty chalky. The Reds, Castellanos, Stevenson, India, Winker, 9%. So the Reds were, the Reds were, the Reds were lower owned on FanDuel because they were way more expensive. The Reds on, 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 on DK were cheaper. So I get it. So I, I played a, a bunch of Reds on FanDuel, but like everyone was like 4K. So, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing the Reds in my Patrick Corbin lineups. Then we have Milwaukee. They were definitely going to be chalky. Yelich, Narvaez. Who else? Avisale. 9% down here. Even the, like the, the Yankees didn't get that. No, the Yankees, no, not, nothing up here. Highest on Yankee was Torres at 9%, Odor at 9%, Judge 8%. So they were owned, but Stanton 7%. We could take a look across here. You can see a lot of good players were overweight on the Yankees. Look at the Astros. The Astros were way more popular on FanDuel. Look at the Astros, the Dodgers. We can see here a lot of, I mean, RBX was a little bit more chalky in his builds, but he was, he was, he was much more contrarian at pitcher. But still, if we take a look at the Mets, like take a look at Lindor, like most sharper players were under on the Mets. But they were over, they were over-owned. But if we take a look at the, I mean, you needed... What, Pilar? 2% on 35 points. Okay. So you still have more of that. Pilar, McKinney, 6%. Wow, he got up to 6% owned on DraftKings. Wow. McKinney was like, what, maybe three point something on FanDuel? But yeah, if you're going to play the Mets, play play bottom of the order. Play, you know, don't go 
the super chalk like Lindor, Alonzo, VR, Dominic. Dominic Smith went 0 for 5. He scored 14 runs. He had zero fantasy points. Right? Peraza at the bottom of the lineup. Who cares? Right? He got zero also. Right? You're sitting there in the middle, middle of the team scoring 14 runs and you have zero. Nothing. Got nothing there. Alvarez. I think Alvarez was actually less on than I thought he would be on DraftKings at his price. Otani was. Is he overowned? I don't know. Mookie Betts. Okay, the Dodgers. The Dodgers were a little, little overlooked yesterday. Okay. That's just what I do. Just look through. Look through. Anything interesting? I don't know if there is, is anything interesting to, to look for. I don't know. I don't know is there. I don't know what you guys did yesterday. Going through the YouTube chat. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Ooh, J Train says Mize was 6,800. Was he 6,800 on DraftKings? Okay, if he was 6,800, okay, then I understand that. It was 8,800 on FanDuel. Okay, because I, I, knew, I knew he was expensive somewhere. Let's see. Through the uh, YouTube chat. Rob Rodriguez, I've been playing higher price stacks in hopes of making different line of constructions, which put me on lower price pitchers. Does it make more sense to get different with the bat? You could do you could do either or. There's no there's no there's no yes or no answers to these things. There, there's none of them. I tend to do what the field isn't. As long as I'm not giving up as much projection and gaining ownership, I'd rather just be different. And whatever way is different is whatever way it is on that slate. It used to be, it used to be when the, the, the price and the salaries weren't as soft as they are. It used to be that, you know, two, three years ago, I was the king of the vomit stacks. So that's the only way that you were able to jam in two stud pitchers. Like you play two 10K plus pitchers and then here's the Tigers, here's the Pirates, here's the Marlins, right? That's the only way you get a five-man stack and able to make those lineups. Now they're they're pricing guys, they're guys in lineups that are just, you could play, you could even play like the Dodgers and just shove in a McKinstry or Austin Barnes and you can make it work. You can, you can, you can end up getting, you can end up paying 18, 19, 20,000 a pitcher and still have, the, and still pay up and still have, you know, 5K hitters. So like the, the usefulness of the vomit stack is, is like, what, why would I use them? I would have to leave money on the table. I'm using the same two stud pitchers and just using a, a worse team. Like, no, there's no point in doing that anymore. Not until and then the, the salaries come up, if anything. That's why I tend to go now the other direction. I'm just like, I'm going to play the stacks that no one can afford to play. That have a high ceiling and just like, of course, that means I need to take, take chances on, on, uh, mid-price pitching or I'm taking that stack like and playing the high-price pitcher but like my three-man my you know the one-offs next to it are all like the cheap guys a cheap Seattle right you're playing you know on FanDuel you're playing like 4-3-1 and you're like four-man expensive then the three-man is like cheap as hell and then you could play the top pitcher you do something like that but it depends on the slate so that's why I said like all my goal is to have 
highly projected lineups, more highly projected lineups than other people for lower ownership. And however way I get there, that's the way I get there. Doesn't really matter to me. Let's see. Let's go. Let's let's look at today's slate. Today's slate, we got uh, Brewers Red, Dodgers Pirates, Braves Phillies, Mariners Tigers. Roth doesn't think there's going to be any weather issues. Yellow in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. So it's like increasing chances for rain late. The likely outcome is either a dry game or a delay in finishes, finished game. Same thing. It's like late possibly at, at most. So I think I think we're fine. And green in Atlanta. Okay. So it's okay. But I think the weather, the weather's fine. I think we have to worry about that. Okay, eleven eighteen. Are we no, we still don't, we don't have we don't have updated ownership projections. I can tell you, Max Muncy will not be zero percent owned. Okay, so we so we don't we I, we we're not going to work with ownership, I guess, because this is going all going to be off, right? You can't have you know zero percent Muncy. I mean, let's look, take a look at raw points, like zero percent Muncy, and uh, like what one percent. Zero uh, percent Eric Haas batting cleanup against Sheffield. That ain't happening, right? I mean, like who do we have? T- Tyler Naquin batting cleanup against Peralta. He's not going to be zero percent though. Okay, so we're not going to be able to necessarily go by the ownership. I think based on uh, if we take a look at at uh, what people would be doing, like I take a look at the stack projections. Okay, let's reload this. I'm showing you my exact process. I'm showing you this is the type of thing that I would look at. Okay, I'm building lineups on FanDuel, remember. Okay, so not DraftKings. So whatever the pricing is there, whatever. Okay, sort by points for the stacks, the top stacks tool for the bat. Okay, so I'm looking, obviously it shows all the games. So I'm just looking for the, you know, the afternoon game. So we have the Dodgers here, ceiling 89.5. Oh, actually, let's sort by ceiling. Does it say that the, actually the Mariners have a higher ceiling than the Dodgers today because the Dodgers lineup is a little bit weaker. Then Detroit, for good point per dollar value. Like the Dodgers aren't that good of a point per dollar value. Same for the Reds. And then we have the Phillies down here at 82, Braves at 81. Anyone lower? Got the 105 games, the 12th. Okay. Especially this Atlanta Philly game seems to be the lowest scoring one, but also maybe the lower owned one. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would be the lowest for the for, against Urias. Okay, just to get a sense. I'm just looking at this to get a sense of where people would go. I think people are going to attack Milwaukee. They're going to attack Castillo. The Dodgers against Keller. And I think maybe the, I mean, the Tigers show up as a good point per dollar value. So they'll probably be a little, little more owned. It's weird to see the Mariners against Tyler Anderson, Tyler Alexander, have a higher ceiling than the Dodgers against Mitch Keller. Hmm. Right? But most likely be Dodgers, Dodgers, Brewers. But I mean, the differences between these teams, like other than maybe the Pirates down here at 77, like the Phillies Braves, I mean, I mean, they're, they're a step down from like the Reds or something like that, these teams, but not like, Absurd, Anderson and Wheeler. Take a look at the pitchers. So now I'm going to look point per dollar value. Castillo, Anderson, they look pretty good. Same for Peralta. Urias doesn't look good point per dollar wise, but he has like probably the best matchup. So 
So from a raw point stand, stand, you know, he's fine. So to me, the only pitchers that I wouldn't play would be Sheffield, Keller, and Alexander on, on, on FanDuel. So I'm going to get rid of them. Okay. Now, based on the point per dollar value, I'm going to get a lot of Castillo, a lot of Anderson. Raw point-wise, I'm going to get Wheeler because he comes in at 38.9. So just to get a sense of what lineups would look like. So a lineup on FanDuel with Castillo or Anderson is going to have expensive stacks. But most likely, like, mm, let's see. So, the like, Dodgers would, like, the chalkier Dodgers, if, like, for instance, if Milwaukee is going to be chalky, that means it'll lower the ownership of Luis Castillo, right? Because bats against pitchers. The Dodgers are also chalky, and the Dodgers are most likely to be in lineups with, like, Peralta or something like that, or even Wheeler. So you could play Castillo with the Dodgers and pay up for all the good Dodgers. And then you could, you could differentiate and do whatever the hell you want in the rest of your lineup. Cause Castillo may only be like 10% on this slate. So that's what I'm thinking about. So like, I would rather have Dodgers and Castillo lineups than in Peralta lineups. But I think Peralta is going to be more owned. I mean, I, I don't have a, I don't, I don't have an ownership calculation here, but I'm just going by like common sense. I think it's going to be Peralta, Wheeler, Castillo. And that also makes Cincinnati going to be lower owned against Freddie Peralta. And they're playing in Cincinnati. So that, that's, uh, I like that ballpark. So I'm just, I'm just trying to devise. I'm trying to visualize in my head what these lineups are going to look like. Okay. So then we go to, go to hitters. Okay. I'm going to go team by team. So here's the Dodgers. Okay. Here's their order, right? Okay. Uh, this is, let me, okay, 11.18 for the bad X projections. Okay, they, they don't look that bad. Okay. Uh, most likely, I mean, the expensive stack is going to be Betts, Muncie, Turner, Bellinger. I mean, obviously. I mean, that's what that's what it's going to be. And people are less likely to play the bottom, the bottom of the order. There are a lot of lefties in this lineup also. Okay. So we got a bunch of Dodgers here. They all, pro- they all project decently, like over seven points. So I don't really don't mind them as like one-offs. We take it even look at like home run odds. Like you want power, maybe Lux and Barnes. I mean, they project pretty well. I mean, they're on the road. They're guaranteed ninth inning at bats. They play scarce positions. I mean, because look, we're going to get in trouble here with like first base, first base, second base, second base. All right, this is going to be tough. So we're going to need a shortstop, maybe a catcher. So in order to make differentiated Dodgers lineups, I, I'm not going to be able to like only in stacks these guys. Then I'll end up getting way too much of the, the top because I'm going to be under on the Dodgers, right? Because I'm just going to be under the chalk, right? Okay, then we take a look at the Pirates against Urias. I'm more likely to play Urias, okay? Take a look, Newman, horrible point per dollar projection. Horrible point per dollar projection, but I mean, good raw projection. And it's a, there's only eight teams on the slate. I'm not Xing anyone out. If anything, I'm just going to be doing something like this. Take the lower projected players. Ty, Tom, lefty, lefty. Do I want? Do I want that? I don't know. I'm not going to play many pirates, but if I'm going to play a one-off pirate, second base, third base, outfielder, I could do that. Yeah. Let me, let me do it this way. I'm just going to. I'm going to make the decision. Basically. 
My only one-offs for the Pirates are going to be the top three in the order. That could be possibly be a one-off. I'm not going to be playing many pits, much Pittsburgh anyway. Okay, then let's go to Milwaukee. Okay. I think Urias, I think most of these guys are going to be overrun. I'm going to be playing a lot more Castillo than the, than the Brewers. But these guys project decently enough. They're at Cincinnati. All these guys have power, right? Power enough. All right, maybe not Jace Peterson. I mean, I don't want him as a one-off. Because I look at his point-per-dollar value. The ones with the higher point-per-dollar value are more likely to be a one-off because it's going to try to jam in median fantasy points. If you remember from the show the other day, that's how the optimizer works. So, like, for instance, if I go to Pittsburgh, like Kevin Newman at 2.96x is less likely to show up as a one-off to begin with because he doesn't have a good point-per-dollar value. Kai Tom, on the other hand, at 3.84 is more likely. So that's why it's like, okay, I don't want Kai Tom one-offs. Get rid of them, right? You look at the Dodgers. You go, like, I may get a lot of Austin Barnes one-offs down here. Do I want that? Maybe not. So I'm going to take that away. Do I want Austin Barnes as a one-off? I don't know. I'm going to decide not, right? The guys with, like, Matt Beattie, I'm going to get less. I'm not going to get as a one-off, really compared to his point per dollar value. So that's what I'm looking for. So in the Milwaukee lineup, like who do I not want as a one-off? Yeah, I don't mind Vogelback as a one-off. He could hit a home run, right? Jackie Bradley Jr., Manny Pena. I could get away with it. Maybe not Pena. Maybe take away Pena. They take away that. Okay. Then go to Cincinnati. Take a look at this. Yeah, they, they don't rate out good point per dollar. That's the whole point. It's, it'll be, they'll be lower owned. So looking through this lineup, we got Tucker Barnhart. See, I'm not going to have to worry about Tucker Barnhart. Am I going to need a one-off? I don't want these guys as one-offs. Everything else looks pretty good. Then we go to Atlanta against Wheeler. Okay, Kevin Smith, most likely he doesn't show up in any lineups, but just in case. And just, uh, he's, he probably gets pinch, pinch hit for, right? The Braves, let's see, get rid of that. Okay. Anyone that's going to show up to me, a Freeman. Yeah, but I don't mind that. Okay, Philadelphia, going through Philadelphia. Okay, they don't rate out very well. Torres is horrible, right? Torres, Knapp, Luke Williams, second base, second base. Well, Segura's at multiple positions, so he's fine. Do I want a lot of Luke Williams one-offs, though? No, 3.72, he may show up too much. So get rid of him. Okay, let's go to Seattle. We're heading to Seattle. Uh, let's see. Lefty, 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 lefty. So maybe we don't play these guys in a stack. Okay, do I want a lot of Tom Murphy one-offs? Maybe I don't mind that. Tom Murphy? Tom Murphy again? No, he is Tom Murphy. Good home run odds. Maybe I don't want Jake Fraley. Nah, I don't mind that. Okay, so we look at that. Go through, go through Detroit. We're headed to Detroit. Okay. Oh, they actually project pretty well. All of them across the board. I mean, look at these. They may be a little over-owned because of that. Willie Castro. Well, I don't mind any of these guys. Jake Rogers on FanDuel. Do I want him as a one-off? Mm, maybe not. Because uh, most likely, like those, you have Haas here. You could play two because you have the you have the uh, you have the utility position, right? Isaac Paredes. I'm gonna get way too much of him. Eight point six short, but I don't mind a shortstop. Shortstop is gonna be a weak position today, right? Take a look at shortstop. 
And if we take a look at shortstop, the highest is Segura, Suarez, Adamas. Good, yeah, it's not, it's not the strongest of positions. So I don't mind a Paredes one-off. Batting fifth for Detroit. Okay, that's fine. So this is what this is what I'm. I mean, I'm I'm showing you. This is not like slow motion mode. I'm. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, I would just look and go. So that's one thing I've been doing. Let's go back to the YouTube chat before I continue a little bit. Michael Dampier asked about max batters versus opposing pitchers on a mistake at zero. I keep it at zero. The only time I never, I wouldn't use it is on DraftKings on slates that are like three or three games or less. Then maybe you let one, right? You're doing it more for uniqueness. It's negative correlation. You're not doing it because it projects better. You're doing it because it's different than other people. That's that's That would be the only reason you'd be doing it. On a four-game slate, no. Especially on FanDuel, you only have to play one pitcher. On DraftKings, you have to play two, which means it takes two teams out of the pool for you to play in those lineups because you're not going to play batters against your pitcher. So, no, to me, it's not a mistake. I, I use zero. Okay, so let's update these projections. Let's see, do we have updated ownership? Let's see, got fact projections there and results DB, get rid of that. Okay, now we still have Max Muncy at zero. But does, so ownership doesn't matter. Okay, nothing should have changed there. Okay, so now I'm going to go to my build rules, 75 lineups. I'm going to leave a 1,000 on the table at max, and I may have to decrease that. Three uniques, get more diverse. Okay, I got everything everything I want here. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to go to the stacks page. I'm going to play 4-3-1 If you play four, four fours are more likely to be duplicated on shorter slates. You could. You could still play four fours, but I... The smallest, I may even play some four twos, right? Maybe you even do that, but I'm just going to look at four threes right now. Okay. So if I were to play everyone, so that's eight, right? So that's like, like 12, 12 for each. If I were to play everyone, right? At about equal, 96%, something like that. Okay. So I'm going to be playing, uh, Peralta may be chalky. So I'm going to actually be playing more Cincinnati. So we take a look at the stack projection page. See, I like Seattle. We look here. Seattle. The Dodgers will be maybe be over-owned. The Tigers will be owned, I guess, Milwaukee. Yeah, pretty much it's Dodgers, Brewers. But look, the Reds are like not much different. So I really want the Reds and the Mariners more. Let me take a look at the Reds. So maybe put that up to 20. Reds and the Mariners more. And I want to go under on the Dodgers and the Brewers. Okay, so we're at 100 now. Do I want so much of the Pirates that are don't project all that well? No. Maybe I bring them down to four. Maybe I don't even have them at all. Right? Two. Something like that. Atlanta Philly doesn't doesn't rate out all that well. Let me have some. I'll probably bump up Cincinnati, Seattle. Uh, let's see. 
went to Philadelphia. 86, I'm over. I'll be over on that. We got Tigers. The Tigers are still going to be owned, though. All right. Let's take a look at the lineup. Okay, so we're missing a play. We're missing a six-hitter, and I'm missing... Yeah, Jacob Bowers was just traded to the Mariners. So you're missing people there. Goodrum. Let's see. So I want to see what the combinations are. Outfield second, first. Okay, we get that shortstop there, so that's good. To have two catchers. Okay, that means I have to play a lot of Miggy if I'm playing the... the do I want to? No. Much prefer the, the Mariners. There's no first baseman, though. There's a catcher, so Murphy's going to be in a bunch. Okay. Then we look at the Dodgers. Okay, they're, they're going to be... You know, so basically, your first base and outfield positions are going to be jammed up there. The Reds... Outfield, outfield, outfield. So basically Suarez, I'm going to have a lot of Suarez because I'm going to need a shortstop, second base, India. I'm going to get a bunch of him. Same thing with the Brewers. Urias may be way over-owned at second base. Okay. See, this is, I'm just planning and visualizing the lineups in my head, what they're going to look like. So maybe I, I don't know if I could play that much Detroit with that, without it being like nuts. Ah. Oh. Oh, and I, I need to check the, the Phillies. Phillies, outfield, Segura could play everywhere. So he's he's going to be in like every every Phillies lineup. Pretty much every Phillies lineup, yes. And the Braves are going to be under-owned against Wheeler. Maybe I play a little bit more Braves. Freeman, I get the shorts. I get the, all the infield positions there. No, okay, okay, that's probably it. Well, if I'm not, I'm probably, I'm probably actually going to play more Urias than Wheeler, more Anderson than Peralta. So let's do this. Let's go like that. Uh, give me some Atlanta. I still want, I want the most of, give me 26% of Seattle. I use even numbers. It just looks better. I'm going to be under on LAD and Milwaukee. 14, 14, up to 96. Let's just, uh, just a little bit. Leave it at 102. All right, Dodgers, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, two. Yeah, that's, that's all we need. Do something like this. 22, and I'm just trying to even this out. Okay, I'm going to play more. Let's see how this is going to work. Against Wheeler. He's been pitching well. Wheeler's been pitching pretty good. I think I'm going to play more Anderson. More Anderson, Urias, Castillo. I don't know. I may not need this. I may not need this much, but you'll see. I'm going to be under on all these. Now, in the secondary stacks, I don't mind being a little bit more so like if we have everything at 12 right everything at 12 that adds up okay so i'm not excluding any stack at all because it's, it's a four game slate oh uh, let's see that adds up to 10 this adds up to 20 20 i don't mind 20 add a little over here this is going to add up to like 40, 14. 
14, 14. We got 20s on Dodgers and Milwaukee. Got 36s here. Let's see. 28s for Detroit and Atlanta. So I'm adding them up. So 40 for Seattle, 36 for Cincinnati, 10 for Pittsburgh. Should I leave it at 10? 10, let's see, 20 for Philadelphia. Now they have a bad bullpen. But I'm gonna get so much cigar if I do that. Judge get more Cincinnati. I could do that. Eh, screw it. Let me pull this 14, 14, 14. Because I'm going to get up a little bit past 102, past 100, just to, just to be safe. I could do this. Let's see, 26, 14. I'm just doing the math in my head. I can't just do max. I'm not going to get any Pittsburgh. So what does it matter? Okay. So there. I'm strategizing who to play, right? I still have not built any lineups. Okay. Oh, do, 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 do. Yeah, someone's asking in the chat about the large GPP on FanDuel is already, was filled like three hours ago, four hours ago. Okay. So now I'm going to see what this comes out as. So I'm going to build 75 lines. Okay. See what happens. I have no, I have no, no I have no maxes set. I just want to see what the hell this looks like. Okay, 75 shouldn't take all that long. Okay, getting a ton of, yeah, still getting a ton of Wheeler. Right, ton of, yeah, I'm going to have to spend money up here. I can't go by this ownership. It doesn't matter. Okay, what would the pitchers say? Still getting a ton of Wheeler and not enough Urias. Okay, so now I'm going to, the most amount of a pitcher I should be getting is like 50%. The most of a hitter I should be getting is like 40%. There we go. Okay, now to go, now you now starting in this lineup page, like remember, I wanna play less Wheeler and more Urias. So I'm gonna cap Wheeler, I'm gonna cap Peralta at 10. I have some, but I'm going to be way under. I go here. Okay, I'm going to cap people at 40. I'm going to get a lot of, I know I'm going to get a lot of Seeger and Hanning. I know that's what I want. I'm going to get, should be getting a lot of Reds and a lot of Mariners. But I want to see what the distribution of those players are in my lineups. Do, 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 do. Is this enjoyable? Is this, does, this, does this help you guys? People ask me, how do you build your lineup? I'm showing you. Okay. So, yeah, we said I, I need more. I need more of Kyle Seeger and Mitch Hanniger. Okay. Let's see. So, we're getting, still getting a lot of Christian Yelich one offs because it's going to have to spend the money. All right. We take a look at this first lineup. So, you got France, you got all these guys. But yeah, it's gonna yeah, you're being forced to spend money. And that's even with Wheeler in the lineup. So 
Knowing that I'm going to have to set my salary floor to even lower, leave 2000 on the table. It's not going to be able to spend the money. And if it, once it spends the money, it's going to spend it on all the, the chalky players to begin with. Right. Okay. So I've got good subset here. I got more Castillo, more Urias. All here. Let's go team by team. Freeman, Acuna, that has to spend the money. Riley, Albi is not, okay, don't have enough Swanson. I don't know how owned Acuna is going to be. I mean, Freeman will be owned. So I don't mind. I don't mind being over on Acuna. Let's see. Let's go to the Reds. Indian Nate. I'm not getting enough Naquin here. So I'm going to bump that up. Bump that up to like 16. Make sure I get a bunch. Bunch of the reds, bunch of the reds. Get a ton of winker. Do I want that much winker as opposed to everyone else? Maybe. Scope, Grossman, good, good, good run. Okay, do I want that much of, how much do I, I have 28% Tigers. Okay, so this isn't that bad for 28%. I'm still look at look how many Dodgers I'm still getting, right? But I'm barely getting anyone at the bottom, so I'm going to start capping this. So uh, we take a look at the stacks page. Dodgers should be in like twenty percent of lineups as stacks, either fours or threes. So I want a good distribution of them, and not just you know bets and whatever. So I'm just going to cap twenty. Let's see twenty. 20, 20. So I get more BD and all the other guys in the lineup. Yelich is going to be super chalk. Can I cap him at 20? I don't know. Who, who am I spending the money on? If I cap him at 20. Cap 12 or something. Maybe 14. Because I still have 20%, right? Still get bottom of the order. That'll be different. Then we get Phillies. Look at the Phillies. Bryce Harper's and everything, Segura. I mean, this isn't horrible. Probably Herrera's leading off, right? Yeah, against Ian Anderson. Probably want more of him. Okay, go back to him. Make sure I get eight, I could. Then we get the Pirates, who are, yeah, I should be getting the top couple. Get more Kai Tom because of his whatever. Look, look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So who's missing? Who's missing? Okay, Bowers obviously can't be rostered. Trammel, Walton is just, I'm not getting Walton. Trammel, no Trammel. Okay, so I'm going to go make sure I get some Trammel. I'm playing so many, I'm playing so much Mariners that I don't want Trammel to go like, you know, a million percent, you know, he puts up 30 points and I don't got him. Six, give me six. That seems pretty good. Eight. I don't know. Because it's lefty-lefty. Oh, my God. You can't play him if he's lefty-lefty. Oh, geez. Okay. I'm going to build again. This isn't complicated. Daniel Hutchings says, for what it's worth, about 10% of your 150 lineups leave 2K or more on the table. Oh, okay. Maybe I get maybe I get to that point. I'm leaving 2K right now as the max, but maybe I end up lowering it even lower. 
DJ, a dog, 3K, do you think there's an advantage to betting on the bottom of the lineup to gain leverage? I feel like people jam in the top of the order. Absolutely. Sure. Depending on the lineup that you're playing. Remember, you're playing lineups, not players. Daniel Hutchins says, the biggest mistake people make on short slates, especially, uh, especially for large field, is not getting different enough. There are far fewer possible combinations. It's absolutely right. Right. Got, oh, here's Castillo. Acuna, I got tons of Acuna. Right. Acuna against Wheeler. That isn't going to be popular. Freeman. Okay. This is starting to look a little bit better. Still getting way too much Yelich and bets. Right. I'm still, I'm still getting, I may have to lower, I may have to, may have to lower that even lower. Right. 32 five. Right. Still three unique players. I mean, I could, I could lower that and it'd be less less diverse, but you can take a look. I'm going to look at the combo summary out of Seattle, Philadelphia. Yeah, a little bit too, a little bit too much. Maybe I'm going to, can I, can I get the four? Let's, let's, let's see if that even, let's see even, let's see if that's even possible. Cause what I don't want, like, do I want so many Seattle plus Philly six Cincinnati plus Detroit five. I want a little bit more diversity here. We take a look at the top lineup. It's the four-man Dodgers with the top four guys. Walton, Hanniger, Seager. So the Walton's ownership is going to be nothing, and Castillo is going to be nothing, right, in comparison. So I don't mind this line. Yeah, it's a chalk, it's the chalk stack of the top four hitters on the Dodgers, but I don't mind because Castillo's in it, Walton's in it. I mean, this is still not going to be owned, right? Here's, a do- here's one with the, the Tigers in it. Right. Here's Lux is in this lineup. Okay, so this is this is not bad. Highly projected lineups. I can't go by ownership because Max Muncy is not going to be zero percent owned. Let's see if they've got updated. Do we have do we have updated ownership? Are we going to get that? The early slate. Typically, we only do ownership for the main slates. So I don't blame them. Okay, no, we're not. We're not going to get it. We're not going to get it, people. Okay. So now let's look at that build. The last build. Delete the other builds. Now, I can't. I can't even use the ownership, right? Still too much Yelich. Uh, not because he doesn't. Pro- he projects well. It's just that he's. I, I. I'm. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be lower on the Dodgers and the Brewers. Doesn't mean I don't play them at all. But I want to be more di- a little bit more diverse. I also want to make sure that my diversity inside. Who I'm playing? Like I have barely any Almonte and Inciarte, but that's that's fine. I'm gonna get a lot of Acuna because it's gonna try to spend the money. Okay. Winker, see Naquin gets moved up. Even India, I want I, I want more of India. I want I want to make sure that I get all of it. Maybe not Farmer. Maybe put Farmer at eight. I want to make sure all my Reds come in. Let's not skimp on the Reds. Right, skimp on the Reds. We have way so much scope, but barely any Paredes. So let's go six, six for Willie Castro. Do I want to cap scope? Do I? We'll see what happens. Maybe cap him at thirty. Grossman, thirty. Maybe it. 10. Let's see. 
So I got the Dodgers here, but I'm still not, I'm barely getting any, any, come on. I'm not getting any because it's trying to spend the money. So let's bump these down to 16, try to force it in. Because what I'm trying to do is like, if these guys are capped at 16, in order to make Dodgers stacks, it's going to have to use lower order players. So I'm trying to force that to happen by being less, maybe even less. I mean, I got to still play a bunch, right? 16. Then we look at the Brewers. Let me put pump them down to 10, Adamus 10. Do we need all these Brewers? They're in my non-Castillo lineups, obviously. Bryce Harper against Ian Anderson. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. Get enough Herrera. Get enough, okay. Adam Frazier. I don't want, I don't. Just, just. Don't give me that many pirates. And then, okay, we got some one lineup with Walton. That one lineup. Wow. Okay. Oh, I need I need Tom Murphy here. Yeah, give me some more Tom Murphy. Give me twelve. But just like before, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a lot. Uh, make sure we get get as many as possible. Sixteen. I mean, not not gonna need sixteen. Jake Fraley, Trammell, Murphy. Trowel Murphy and Walton, whatever, six. Okay. Oh, boy. Do I want all the, all the Braves? Maybe not. Looking through, looking through. Okay, that looks pretty good. Look at the pitchers. Still getting Castillo, Urias. It's still trying to give me a lot of, 24, 24, 24, just make sure. I may still get Wheeler and Peralta. Let's see what happens then. Let's see what happens. I don't know what happens. J10, would you play a one-off Dodger hitter if you're stacking Detroit-Seattle game? Sure, why not? If so, would it be the lower projected? It depends on the lineup. You're still thinking too much about players. If you notice here, I've not talked about a single player. I've looked at how to build lineups. Here's Castillo. Here's the top projected. Dodgers, Braves, Castillo. Like, this is good enough. Like, this is good enough because, yeah, the Dodgers are chalk, but this is different enough. Swanson, Acuna, Freeman, Castillo, that's fine. Right? Ah, it still can't give me. Ah, it's still trying. I got to do it. Got to do it, folks. Got to get different. Let's go down to 32,000. <laughs> We're going down. Got to get more different. Let's look at the combo summary. Okay, a little bit, a little bit more diversity. Okay, that's fine. But I'm saying I'm getting too, I'm still getting too much of bets and yellage. I'm getting too much of the higher priced guys. And that's what many that's what most people are going to do. So I want to have lineups that leave 3000 on the table and if the higher priced guys like don't have big games like you're not going to need the salary. Like a a lineup with that spends like 45 47000 whatever could easily be the winning lineup. But more people are going to jam that in. Oh, I have, this, I, have the, I have the money, so I'm going to play Mookie Betts or Cody Bellinger, right? Or Yelich. 
but I don't mind this type of lineup. Like this type of lineup. Oh, yeah, well, it has Yelich and Betts. Aren't, aren't you a hypocrite? You don't want to play Yelich and Betts? But yeah, but it's in, with Jace Peterson, Kyle Seeger one-off, Austin Barnes, right? Look, look at the three-man stack for the, for the Dodgers. Muncy, Betts, Barnes. And P- Peterson is in the Brewers stack. So it's like, look, oh, you play Brewers plus Dodgers, chalk mon, you know, chalk donkey, right? No, this isn't a chalky lineup. Yeah, the two, the four, three is the chalk teams, but you're playing Jace Peterson and Barnes in the lineup instead of, you know, even with Yelich, you're not playing. I mean, this is a low enough own lineup. So it's not about the teams. It's about what does the line, what does the lineup look like? So that's why I look through these lineups. Not all of them. And I go, okay, this makes sense. You can even go by by salary, low to high. Look, let's look at what the lower. These leaving twenty five hundred on the table. So this is leaving twenty five hundred on the table. I get a four man, Seattle, Hanniger, Fraley, Seeger, France. Okay, get Suarez, Winker, Castellanos, the best hitters, the better hitters from the Reds, Daniel Vogelbach. Okay. And Ian Anderson, okay. And I leave 2,500. Basically, I can move up to like Freddie. This lineup could have Freddie Peralta in it instead of Ian Anderson. Is that that big of a deal? No. So I can leave 2,500 on the table and have this lineup. Here, here's, look at this. McKinstry, Lux, and Bellinger with a Brave stack that has Almonte in it. Leaves 2,500. This is perfect. Look, look at these, look at these projections. 115, 112, 112, 112, 111, 109, 108, 114. The top project, let's go by salary. Total salary highest, spends all the money is a 111, 113, right? Okay. Go, we can't go by ownership. Let's go by total fantasy points. High to low. Okay. So this is total fit. Now we got some 125s here. This, I mean, this is obviously this is obviously a higher projected lineup, but also probably going to be more owned. 125, 124, 124. Go down here. Right, we're leaving. Right, a little bit, a little bit different. Third, this is one leaving 700 on the table, leaving 300 on the table, 200 on the table. Once you basically once you get down to this range, like the 115, 113 range, you could you look 2,500 on the table, and you still have a deep, you have a 115 point projection. You have nine points. You're probably gaining like way half the ownership. Maybe not half, but a good amount. I mean, it's quite possible I don't even want to play these lineups to leave that much money on the table. Maybe I'd set a max. You could do that. Because people are going to, people are going to build lineups and they're going to go, I have the money. I'm going to play, you know, who are the most expensive players on the slate. I'm going to play Winker, Acuna, Bellinger, Yelich, Harper, Betts, Castellanos, Muncie. They're going to be, they're going to be much higher owned. So leaving money on the table, perfectly fine, especially in baseball. Anyone could go 0 for 4, 0 for 5. Let's see. So we got Hanniger seeing. I want to make sure I got my Mariners guys good. 
Oh, I still think I get way too much Hanniger. That's for, but still forty percent. Yeah, I probably still should be playing that much of them. Maybe play more Crawford, more France, more Murphy. Get more Murphy in there. Eight and six, something like that. Adam Frazier, Wheeler. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to even make it even lower. Screw it. We're going lower. We're going lower, people. Yeah, 32,000, maybe 31,500. Let's see what we can do there. I would normally do this a little bit quicker. Let's take a look at pitchers. Still, still trying to jam in as much Zach Wheeler as I could handle, but I, I don't necessarily want that. Peralta. Because it's trying to spend the money. That's that's really what it's doing. I want more Urias. Castillo I'm going to get, so that's, that's not a problem. Start around and let's see what happens now. Okay, let's see what God, let's see, let's see. We're almost done. We're almost there. Frederick Duke asked what uh, stacks page, what are percentages? I'm just doing, I'm just doing four, three, one. That's all I'm doing. It's easy. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, now we're better. Now we're getting better. Now we're getting better. Beautiful. Delete my other builds. Right. I'm trying to get Crawford. India's getting shoved in there. You could always tell by these blue with gold. It's like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Take a look at the pitchers. Got Castillo, got Urias, got Anderson. And okay, this, 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 this looks much better. Right. I don't mind these lineups. Thousand. One, two, three, four with Harper. And that, okay. Ah, okay. These, these, these are starting to look much better. Combo summary. Still getting this Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Well, yeah, I'm obviously going to get a ton. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Cleveland. Oh, geez. Not getting enough. Yeah, I don't like this. There's so many Cincinnati, Cleveland. Four threes. So let's see. see this is the hard part to fight with the diversification. Like, I like the lineups. Just, I may have two, some of these lineups may be two similar teams to each other. Because this is, I'm getting, look, I'm getting so much Seattle-Cincinnati together, even with using Unique Players 4, okay? Maybe I keep it that way. I don't know. I'll futz around with it a little bit more, but you'll see, this is this is how I build lineups. Like, if I like this, this would be upload CSV there. But if you see in here, like, you have to make the choices beforehand. What team? I obviously the ownership. I, I don't. I'm not trusting what it's listed there. But look, and I'm playing 75 lineups, so it's not like on a four game slate. You could oh not play any Dodger. You could if you want to. You could. I'm gonna play a little. I I I play very diverse. It's like I think in comparison to their ceiling projections, the Reds and the Mariners are going under owned. And the Dodgers and the Brewers are going over-owned. 
I think the Braves are going are going to go naturally under owned because people are going to have the money to pay for Zach Wheeler. And if they don't play for Zach Wheeler, they're going to play Peralta. And that's why I'm playing the Reds against him. Because I'm probably going to get more value out of the Reds than out of a, another team because Peralta is going to be owned. Right? There's the, playing Pittsburgh against a lower owned Urias, what do I get out of it? I'd rather just play Urias then, who's going to be lower owned than Wheeler and Peralta. Because he doesn't grade out as well for, the, for his salary. He's, he's too expensive. But look what I do. If, if you're going to try to spend all your money on FanDuel, you're going to be playing Yelich and Betts and Bellinger and you're going to be playing the same guys as everyone else. So I'm trying to find a way to not, not play those types of lineup constructions. So if people are going to be playing Wheeler, I'll play more Atlanta. If people are going to be playing Peralta, I'm going to play more at Cincinnati. Now, it's not like anyone's playing Tyler Alexander, just that since he projects out the, as the best team on the slate. I think more people are going to play the Dodgers and the Brewers before they play the Mariners. So I'll just play a bunch of the Mariners. There you go. I still have combinations. So like if a three-man Dodgers stack gets there, I still have Dodgers with all these other teams also. It's not like I just, I don't care about the Dodgers and the Brewers. I just don't want to have as many lineups with them as as possible. And if they go off, if they go off, I got a shot, but I I have less bullets. I have less bullets for them. And I'm trying to play the Dodgers, not one, two, three, four. And if I do play them one, two, three, four in a lineup, they're in some, with some weird people, right? But I'm trying to get more luck. I'm trying to get the bottom of the order there more. So the Dodgers go off and like, you know, Matt Beattie or Gavin Lux hits two home runs. And it's like, oh, but I stacked one to four and now Betts has three points, you know? I want to beat those people. Yeah, but you have to think about that before you do any of this. Before you do anything, you have to strategize before, and then you, then you build and iterate from there. You go, what type of lines can I make? Let me take, okay. Am I getting enough of this guy versus that guy? Do I want to be more diverse in my stacks or less diverse? Right, I wasn't getting, getting enough, uh, you know, to, uh, Jonathan India in my red stacks. And do I want to only want to have 5% of them when I have red stacks in like 40% of my lineups? No. So I got to do something to adjust. Look, I'm going to have a plenty of Acuna and Freeman. Acuna is probably only going to be 10% owned because everyone's going to play Yelich and, and Betts and all these guys. I still have them. So there you go. Look, Jace Peterson, I have 8%. Like if he goes off. Oh, I played the Brewers. I didn't have Jace Peterson. Well, I do. Well, there you go. So they, so down here, boom. Building the lineups. Just building some lineups here for the early slate, four games. I hope hope you got something out of it, right? Obviously a larger slate, you'd be Xing out teams. You'd be doing a lot of other stuff. I mean, but it's a a four game slate. I'm playing 75 lineups. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fading anyone, right? (laughs) Just trying to build as many plus EV lineups as I can. And if Brewers plus Dodgers, if the chalk goes off, then I lose and that's it. That's fine. The score is going to be million. You're going to need a million points to win, and fine. I don't. I don't win those slates. That's perfectly fine for me. But that's it. Like that's my process. You just saw it. These are the lineups that I will be playing. Am I going to screw around with it anymore? No. No. Actually, I'll be transparent. I'm not going to make any changes. This is exactly what I'm going to play. I see some things that I may want to tinker with, but I'm not. 
I'm going to play exactly this. This export. I'm even going to do it. Look, you'll even see proof. Export lineups. There you go. I'll even show you. I'll open this up. You're not going to be able to see this, the Excel screen, but I could cut and paste. I'm cutting and pasting. Right? So I think someone in chat was like, oh, you're not going to play these lineups. You're just going to play the bad optimal and whatever it is. Like, no, not in GPP. Edit, file, save. Okay. You go there, go to upcoming, choose the file. There you go. Look, edit 75 entries. Look, it's, it's going. It's going. There you go. Those are my lineups. That was the build. Is that that complicated? It isn't. It really isn't. All you have to do is strategize beforehand and use the use the projections. Use obviously we didn't use like the ownership combination because we really don't have, you know, these numbers don't matter. And you see, it's like okay, these lineups. Okay, this lineup makes sense over that lineup, and you're like, okay, I'm getting. I don't have to go through each individual one. You could if you want, but for time purposes, I don't. And there you go. Throw it in. There you go. Hopefully, better lineups than other people. But uh, you're going to see a lot of lineups that are that are uh, Milwaukee plus Dodgers, plus Peralta. And people are going to just jam those in and just like, okay, perfectly fine. I'm not going to have any of those types of lineups. And if I have a lineup that looks somewhat like that, it's going to have some one-off, nothing, bottom of the order guy or whatever. But let people jam, let people jam in these median lineups and whatever chalk stuffs and yeah if they win the slate great they win or they tie seven ways at the top who knows perfectly fine with me i'm aiming for first by myself so i hope i hope if you if you're listening on the podcast version this was probably a really boring podcast right if you didn't see my screen and what i was doing but uh but tomorrow's casual friday we may talk a lot I, I promise soccer talk we'll talk baseball yeah obviously but a little bit of the the euros are coming up so tune in tomorrow if you want a little, a little bit of soccer, soccer strategy type of talk, and uh, and that's that's what that's what we do. DFS strategy here on the DFS pregame show on RotoGrinders.com. Yeah.